With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. 
Please don't be me. It is you, dear. 727. Oh my god, I don't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh my god. <laughs> show 
It is July 13th, 2011. You'll listen to Be The Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Michael Carbone. Tonight's going to be a very humbling, very eye-opening show for quite a few people. And it needed to be done. So I know a lot of people are like, okay, because I mean, literally... uh, you know, just deciding to to go ahead and um you know I was listening in and 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 heard someplace that um because I put on the show page that I don't charge for readings you know, I do free readings here on the show hi Carrie and everyone else in the chat room. Um, and that I make a living off of doing readings, and they says, "Well, um, you know, that's charging." You should be hearing me. Let me double check the settings. Okay, no microphone's working. Okay, there we go. So, but, um, you know, there's a lot of things people don't know about me. Um, You do know I have a husband who's terminally ill. And, um, you know, I do the shows. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Okay, nope, I'm still there. Okay. Well, it shows that I'm still on, and I'm unmuted on this end. Let me double check. I guess nobody can hear me right now. Take a look, give me the hook, or the ovation. It's my world that I want to have a little bright in my world. And it's not a place I have to hide in. Life's not worth a damn till you can say,
It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M-M-M-M-M. Just put your paws up because you were born this way, baby.
figured out finally okay I think I do okay there we go got it going I'm trying to trying to move actually into a different room here so I can come in and, and do a little uh this is an impromptu show a lot of you are like what the heck's going on here what's he talking about what's what's going on what's going on here I want to get to that see I did a little got out a little email from someone and they said I had to tune into a show so I did Tuned into a show today. And in a roundabout way, I was mentioned. And it was brought up that, uh, you know, how it knew it was me was, they were like, oh, well, you know, he he says he does he does free readings and he doesn't charge for, you know, for readings and all, always free and all. And he puts it on there and doesn't ask for donations. I don't. And on the radio here, I do free readings. I don't say, hey, you know. Give me, give me money, and I'll bump you up in the queue. No. A lot of you do know. Okay. You know, a lot of you do know that, um, you know, my husband is terminal. He, uh, he's towards the uh, last, you know, the end stages of AIDS. And um, he's known for 23 years. And... You know, I do readings on the side. I do private one-on-one readings. Um, they're not as much as I'd like them to be. You know, I get them every once in a while because I'm busy more promoting the show, the radio show. 
so you can get your free readings where you can go ahead and tune in. And, um, you know, it's just a little um, unsettling uh, when my character was put into play and all. You know, and um, you know, there's still a lot of things on that other person that nobody knows about. Uh, but the truth is coming out. It's making itself known. But I'm like, you know what? I need to come clean here. Not a problem. Nobody could say that I'm lying and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm being misleading. It's like, you know, so I'm going to come clean. I don't make a living off of doing readings off air. And, um, hold on, I get someone that's, hmm, hold on. Yeah, a lot of people heard about that because it's like, oh, well, we have to, we have a special thing we have to talk about, and and in a roundabout way, I was mentioned. I was the one who was psychic and all that, you know, who has a radio show here and and all that. And you know, I got to come clean about it. I don't make a living off of doing readings when I'm not doing a radio show. The radio show is my heart and soul. It's my calling in life. See, everyone has a purpose in life, and they're always like, what is it? What am I supposed to be here for? What am I doing here? And I've been wondering that for the past 23 and a half years, actually more than that. Yes, I do have abilities. I have known about my gifts since I was a kid. I haven't used them, you know, didn't use them for a long time at all. Back in 1988, a little situation happened, and I ended up in the emergency room. So... I said, you know what? I'm gay. Might as well test me for HIV. And they're like, well, you don't look sick. You know, you don't look like you have anything. I said, just go ahead and test me anyways. So in 1988, I tested positive also for HIV. They gave me two years to live. It was 23 and a half years ago. So about half of my life now I've been dealing with HIV. And the thing is, I'm on disability. So when you see that I'm saying I don't charge for the shows, ask any one of my guests if I charge them and say, well, you know, either you pay me to be on here or you can't get on here. Not a single one of them is going to tell you no, that I never charge them. You know, some make a donation where they're like, oh, well, I'll pay you so much to show and all. It's like, you know, they're making a donation to help out a little bit. But I think there's only like one of them that does that every once in a while. But not a single one of my guests has to pay to be on my show. They do that out of the goodness of their heart. That's their way of paying back. So all these expenses that I talked about, blog talk radio, private websites that I have going on, everything else, that comes out of my disability check. And I don't know about you, but uh, you can't really make much of a living in it there on about $700 a month. And I'm taking what little bit I do have extra out of that to pay for the radio shows because this is my heart and soul. You know, because I love doing the radio shows. I'm not doing this to go ahead and make a living so I can, uh, you know, live in a $300,000 home so I can have iPhones and, and iPads and, you know, Internet access through satellite dishes and all. You know, I love like each and every one of you from paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, and right now, and come August 2nd, when, you know, the government can't get off their damn butts and make a decision of what's going on, I have no income like the rest of you. So how the radio shows are going to go on, I have no idea. Because you know the universe will see to it that they get paid somehow. 
You know, I've always had that faith, no matter what. Because, you know, I had to come clean tonight because when I were trying to go ahead and put my character on, saying, oh, well, you know, he's saying, you know, he, he doesn't charge for the minutes. He never asks for a donation for his readings, but yet he charges. Now, I don't charge for on-air readings. There's a difference there. And I have a couple of reading clients that I do in private. I make a little extra money, but I don't make a living off of that. My living is on my disability check because I'm disabled. So that's why tonight I had to do this. I'm going to come clean and all because you know what? It's time to clear the air and be honest. Unlike some people who can't really be honest about some things. You know, but 23, 23 years ago, they told me, they said, you got about two years to live. And I laughed at them. I said, you know what? I don't think so. I'm going to be here when you retire. This doctor was already in his 50s. So chances are he's been retired for quite a while now and probably, um, you know, already crossed over. But here I am, you know, opening up. And, and the reason why I didn't tell anyone, because, you know, I figured I want you all to come to the show and to support the show because you liked it. You like the guests that I have on. You like the people that are, uh, that are you know, being guests on here. You know, and I figured, you know, I don't need to open up about my personal life. And I figured, you know, my HIV status doesn't make any difference to anybody else. You know, so it's only me. But that's one reason why when I first started out, too, I was being bashed and, and everything else on Blog Talk Radio. And I even had some saying, oh, did you die yet? You didn't die yet, did you? Oh, damn. You know? So I've had to deal with, with stuff like that. That's the type of hatred that's on Blog Talk Radio. That's the type of jealousy that's on Blog Talk Radio. You know, to go ahead and try to get you to stop. You know what? I beat HIV for the past 23 and a half years. I can beat the hatred on Blog Talk. And I have to come clean with everyone tonight. This is a last-minute decision. I talked to a few other people. like, why not? Come clean. I have nothing to lose. He's like, no, I don't. You know, I have nothing to lose at all. You know, but it's a shame when, uh, when I, you know, I have to go ahead and get that personal with everyone and let you all know that. So, you know, when I'm telling you, hey, I've been there, I've done that, and, you know, it's not that bad. You can keep on going on because you're here for a purpose and a reason. Whatever that reason is, it comes down years from now sometimes. We try to figure out what's going on. You know, but if I, if uh, you know, 23 years ago when they told me, it's like, oh, you got two years to live, because at that point there, if anyone knows about HIV and your T cells and all that, I had about 225 T cells. And back then, they didn't know how much of, um, you know, what your viral load was. They didn't test it back then. And they only had one medication that was AZT. It was like 12 pills a day or something like that. I had major side effects from that. And my my pharmacist actually told me when um, I was telling him the side effects I had, because you need to stop taking that. It's going to kill you. So I didn't take meds for years. And knock on wood, knock, knock, you know, I haven't been sick from it. I've been one of the lucky ones. Now with Louie, he's in the final stages. You know, one of these days I may be doing a show and he won't be here. But these cruel people on Blog Talk, they don't care about that. They're greedy and self-righteous, and trying to make themselves all sound better and all. That's fine and dandy. You live in a nice, big, fancy, goddamn house, and you have your nice, fancy satellite dishes so you can get internet access because you live out in the boonies someplace, and you got kids to feed, and you got iPods and iPhones and all that other fancy stuff. But that stuff, that's greed. 
okay? I had a nice home. I had a 1,200-square-foot home. When Louis first got sick, it was either pay his medical bills or pay the mortgage. Well, needless to say, I had to borrow $1,000 off of his mom and all and bought a fifth-wheel travel trailer. It's got the little hump in the front. But it was maybe about four feet high in the front, so I had to bend over when I went up into the bedroom area. It was eight feet wide by 20 feet. Had to walk where you walked at because the floors were all falling apart. The roof had rain coming into it, and the walls were collapsing. Took every little bit of time that I had to go ahead and rebuild that. And, you know, that was home. And I said, you know, it's not going to be home for long. At least we have a roof over our heads. And we managed three years ago to go ahead and get us a bigger travel trailer. It's 8 feet by 35 feet. You know, moved on up. You know, because the universe sees to it and helps those who are truly in need. You know, I've got guests that are always like, oh, when can I get back on? I want to come back on your show. I want to come back on your show. You know, they're not running in droves and leaving. You know, they're they're wanting to come back, and I've got more coming and everything else. You know, but I needed to go ahead and come clean because, you know, I'm like the rest of you. You know, I go paycheck to paycheck. You know, actually, not paycheck to paycheck. It's disability check to disability check beginning of every month. You know, I don't live in a big fancy home. I live in a travel trailer. As of right now, it's you know during the daytime it gets you know close to 90 degrees in here with the air conditioning going on because these things heat up so quickly. And I'll still keep doing the shows. And yes, I am you know building a church, trying to get a church going. It's online. I don't charge for anything on that either. That's what spirituality is when you do out of the kindness of your heart. You know, I had where I paid $250 a month on Blog Talk Radio. I'm like, you know what? It doesn't make any difference with the listenership whether I paid $250 a month or $40 a month. Still got the links to my show, to my webpage. You know, uh, still got the same amount of time, same everything. You know, and I was, had a, you know, a sponsor who was helping to pay for, you know, for some of that. You know, but it was just time to go ahead and come clean about um, a lot of things. <clears throat> and this is one of them, because then when they come they come back and say anything, it's like, you know what? I don't want to hear it no more. You have your life, karma's going to get you. Don't lie. Be honest. And people will respect you more for that. <clears throat> you know, when I have guests on, you know, when I have some banners going up, yeah, they pay for those. But my guests don't pay to be on the air. Bro doesn't pay to come on the air. He's with Merry Friday Night. Neither does Venari. They come on here and want to do this every single week for two hours at a time because they love all of you. And they love me too. You know, what's not the love? You know, uh, I was talking to, in disguise, talking to one person in someone else's show. And I have to say they did say I was a nice guy. My readings are off, and I wasn't a great psychic, but, you know, that's fine. Not everyone can have a good reading. But they did say I was a nice guy. 
You know, and I, and I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, I don't know what to do, what to do, what to do. And I said, you know, I've got to complain. I have to open up and be honest. Because then it's like when, you know, when people come into the show and listen in, and you're like, you know, and they're like, yeah, right, Michael really knows where we're coming from. And the rest of you can say, yeah, he does. He's no better off than any any one of us. He doesn't claim to be. He's not living in a big fancy home. He knows what it's like to, to barely be getting by. He knows what it's like to, you know, to barely have a roof over your head and he's not living in anything fancy right now. You know, heck, I got my my nearest neighbor right next door is maybe mm, 10 feet away. So 10, we, you know, I, I open up my, uh, you know, the door to the trailer and I uh, can see right inside hers. You know, we can hear each other if anything's going on, and it's like, mm, okay. But you know what? It's a roof over my head. I'm not worried about, oh, I've got to have the nicest, fanciest things. Yeah, you know, I talk about, you know, a new computer that I bought and all. Yeah, I'm paying an interest rate on it, 25% interest. But, you know, I'm not over there whining, crying, saying, oh, i got to buy food, and i got to buy this, and i got to do that, and i got to, you know. I, I come on here, and all I was looking for is to, you know, if, if some people make a donation – Hey, that helps me, so I'm not, you know, taking any um, any money out of my disability check, and it helps me to go ahead and pay for, you know, the, to keep the radio shows going. Now, I was actually listening because somebody had mentioned to me about what was going on, and um, of course, you know, uh, this person I've had issues with before. So I went in there and, and listened into what was going on so I could see what was taking place there. Um, and, you know, when people come in, a lot of you who have been on Blog Talk, you see the trolls coming in. Shh, bad word. And they come into the chat rooms and they harass people. Well, one of them found my home phone number at all one time and my home address uh, through one of my websites and was um, calling me up at all hours of the day and night, sending pizza to my house, and then bragging about it on, you know, in the chat room. You know, of course, Block Talk Radio and, you know, and everybody else are like, oh, well, you know, no, we can go about it. So, you know, I had to take some measures to go ahead and protect. But that's how they come about when they attack you. And that's how they were coming by and attacking me and all. And, um, you know, like I said, you know, that's why a lot of times you see the chat room going on uh, moderator, you know, moderated mode. And that's because, you know, my guides and spirits tell me, it's like, no, got got to block the, the chat room there. And there's a reason for it. It's because, um, you know, there's people about ready to harass you. Sure enough, i got to block some uh, some messages coming out. You know, and I've even had some calling into the show, um, you know, real quick. And, um, you know, trying to go ahead and say some bad things on the air, and we have to hurt but try to mute them. You know, and, and a lot of other shows have had the harassment. But you know what bothered me the most is when the people would call in, trying to be rude and asking if my husband died yet, that he deserved to die. You know, people can be real cruel. And, you know, and I was like, you know, I don't need to say anything about me. But, you know, it's time has come that I needed to. Maybe, you know, there's a purpose for it, you know, whatever it is. There's always a reason for everything. And, um, you know, now they're going to be like, oh, he's trying to play the sympathy card. Well, well whatever. I, you know, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the games. People have to play. 
just to try to make themselves look better and feel better. That's fine and dandy. Stay in your $300,000 home. I'm quite happy and content with my 35-foot travel trailer that's 20 years old that uh, doesn't have a central air conditioner on it. I actually have two window units, so I can try to keep cool. And, um, you know, I'm quite content with what I have. I don't need to have the best of all luxuries. Yeah. And, you know, just like everyone else. And, you know, but that's what I've had to go ahead and deal with. And that's one reason why I was like, you know, I'm not going to let anyone know about me and all. And I was like, no, you know, I'm going to come clean. I'm going to be honest. You know? Uh, You know, when I asked, you know what? For every guest that I have coming on here, I'm going to ask them, do I charge you to come on the show? And you're going to watch. And be like, no. No. Don't charge me at all. You let me come on freely. I don't charge anyone to go ahead and get on the air to get bumped up next in queue and all. I don't even ha- I don't even do I don't even do fundraiser shows. It's like you know the universe will see to it that everything everything gets paid when it gets when it gets paid. So that's why you know and it's like if it doesn't well I just take it out of the little bitty eight hundred dollar check that I have a month. You know but I just feel sorry for them when they have to go ahead and um, try to put someone else down. Hi Carrie probably missed it. But, you know, I don't make a living off of doing um, doing the readings uh, off air. I said that because, like, hey, you know, I have to have a reason to, you know, people be like, well, how do you make money? You know, if you're not charging for on-air readings at all or anything else, how do you make any money? So I figured, well, you know, a little fib ain't got to hurt because I do do some readings on the side. So I just say, well, you know, I make a living that way. You know, but, mm, you know. You know, I get a couple of readings a month, and because, you know, I I do the shows five nights a week. And a lot of times, you know, I'm doing them for free, and I'm getting readings. And, yeah, I'm not the best there is. You know, no one's 100%. Never claimed to be. But, you know, know, we have the guests to come on, and what happens is it gives me time because when my husband needs me, that's why I took such a long break, I needed to give him an IV shot, you know, you know, I have the guests on. It gives me time in between when, you know, they're taking your calls and they're helping you out to where I can go ahead and give some time to my husband. Because if not, if I didn't have that happening, then, you know, I wouldn't be able to do the show at times because sometimes he's really needing me real bad. Um, you know, I have to hook him up to an IV, that, uh, an IV drip for eight hours a day. Uh, every four hours, he has to two, uh, two anti-nausea medications through his IV pick line. You know, I have to go ahead and do the dressing change. I have nurses coming in all the time for that. Have to keep up with all the medications and all, and the IV medication is for nausea. It's been on it for so long, it doesn't work, and there's nothing else out there. And um, you know, one of these days, this year, next year, I'm not sure which, but you know, I'll be doing the shows and I'll be sitting here all by myself in a house because he's not going to be here with me forever. But then I'll have an even better connection to the other side. You know, and and even then, you know, when my husband does go ahead and, and uh, go because he's, you know, I can see it in his eyes and I can tell him. He's even told me, he says, I'm just so tired. And he sleeps almost all the time anyways. And, um, you know, they're probably going to still come over, you know, and buck me. It's like, oh, it's about time he died. 
They're gonna be like, oh well, you know, you know, one thing after another. It's like some, you know, I just can't decide it tonight. I'm coming clean. I love all of you. I'm gonna still keep doing the shows and call in, and you know, that's why I tell everyone call in early because I take the calls in the way that they come in. You know, we try to go ahead and get through them. That's why you hear them. They're like, oh, next one, next one, next one. And the guests want to go ahead and do that because they know the, the call lines are full. We've got a lot of people, 15, 20, 25 people waiting to get in line. And it just keeps on. You know, that's a constant flow. You know, I could easily do that. Say, hey, you want to get in sooner? You know, give me a donation. You know, I'm on disability. Play the sympathy card. Give me money in it there or else the show's going to end. You know, I don't do that. I'll take whatever little bit of money that I have extra and all. And keep these shows on the air and going. And when it gets down to the point where it's like, you know, especially come August next month, if the government doesn't get off their butts and all and do anything about it, I don't get the Social Security check. You know, like I say, you know, I've cut it down from like 300 and something dollars a month for all my hosting fees and all down to like 150 Um, so I don't know. If I have to for a while, I'll, you know, I may go pawn some of my mother's jewelry. You know, she's been dead for 10 years. So just, you know, do whatever you want with the jewelry. I mean, if I have to get to that point, yeah, I'll get to that point. But, you know, I'm going to just wait and see what the universe has to do and how things go and all. And, um, you know, and that's why when I put on there, I don't charge. I don't charge my guests. I don't charge you. I don't say, give me more money and I'll bump you all up. Because, hey, you know what? I'd like to have a little bit more money than about $800 a month to live on. I know a lot of you are saying, I'd like to even have that, to, you know, to you know, for a couple of months to live on, because I know a lot of you aren't even making that at all. You know, the fact of the matter is, I'm just tired of it. You know, tired of the games people have to play just because it's like, oh, he's competition. You know, and then... Somebody else that was on the show and out there, you know, made a comment that sounded like we were friends at one time. It's like, please. It's like, girlfriend, you know, you wouldn't even give me the time of day. It's like, so don't even go out there and try to insinuate that, oh, well, you know, we, you know, I thought he was so nice. And it's like, I talked to you one time on the air. Big deal. And you know what? Your reading didn't come true. So, mm, wrong answer. And try to put yourself off as all high and mighty and everything else, and then try to put me down for who I am. So who I am is what I just mentioned to everybody. And you know what? I'm on a roll, so let me go ahead, and I'm going to play a song here, and I'm going to go ahead and extend the show a little bit more, because I feel like getting it all off by just, just feels so much better, because you have to do that once in a while. So anyways, let me see which one. Oh, well, you know what? got to do the Gaga song again, you know, no matter, you know, gay, straight, or bi, transgender, lesbian life, you know, it's all good, I'll be right back in just a moment, and we'll keep on letting it all out, because you know what, when you get things off your chest and de-stress, life feels so much better, be right back. It doesn't matter if you love him. Or capital H I N It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H I N Put your paws up. 
That's right, everybody. I was born this way long, long time ago. Yeah, you know, and, and like I said, you know, um, you know, half my life I've dealt with HIV. Kind of strange, you know. I'm 40 years old, and I have to worry about heart disease and cholesterol counts and all that other stuff. And you know, it's like, oh well, I survived HIV for 23 years, almost 24 years. Yeah. What's heart disease? No big deal. You know, I quit smoking. Try to watch what I eat. You know. But um, you know, I just figured, you know, I just had to go ahead and clear the air. And um, you know, I know some of you had readings from me, and you know, they were lousy. Oh well, sorry. Um, you know, you know, I never say I'm perfect. Never say I'm um, uh, the greatest and all. I just do the best that I can do. And you know, I have a lot of other people that you know the readings were good for them. So we we just do what we can do. That's all that we, we're here for. Um, you know, what's going to come of all this? No idea. You know, they don't tell me much about what's what's going on. They just keep on telling me that, oh, you know, you're going to be doing some things that's going to be amazing and life changing. I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. You know, keep on waiting. To keep on opening up and doing more and more things and all, and um, and um, you know, but I just I just needed to be open to this where you know you all understand where I'm coming from, and when you realize it's like, oh, you know, my life's kind of bad. It's like, you know, and then you're like, well, you know what? Michael managed to pull himself up, and he's dealing with AIDS. I can do the same thing. I just have to have faith more. And it's going to go ahead and it's going to keep you going. It's going to, you know, you, 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 all of you who have, haven't had a job in a year or so, you've still managed to keep going. And why is that? Because you have faith. You've never given up. You know, you keep on going. You keep calling into shows. Keep on trying to get the readings and all and get the free ones when you can. And to keep listening in in hopes that, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, i got a reading that. Oh, everything made sense. Everything worked out, you know, and it helped. But until you get that job that people keep seeing for you and everything else, you know, for whatever reason it hasn't come true yet, you still manage to keep going forward. You know, and that's that's uh, you know that's probably the whole thing about this is to just let you know that you know you can't give up hope. You have to you know when when try, people try to put you down. You know, you have to laugh at him. Say, I don't think so. Ain't going there, Mary. Gonna keep right on going. You know, just like when I found out, you know, about being HIV. I said, I don't think so. I'm gonna keep right on going. And you know what I turned around and did? Because I was a little activist, a little hellion back then. I just thought I was gonna run for mayor of Providence, Rhode Island, openly gay and openly HIV positive. I was not gonna make a difference. I'm going to make a difference in the world and help some people. And although I had, you know, mafia following around on me because my dad was in the mafia and he warned me because you're stepping on some people's toes and they don't like it. I said, well, you tell your bosses and I say, I don't care. And he said, you don't know who you're playing with. I said, yeah, I do. I said, you're my dad. I said, I ain't worried about it. I said, you're in the mafia. You do something about it. Had people following me. Had wiretaps. Had no mail being opened. Even had my nurse practitioner in at this because you know what? You need to see a psychiatrist. I said, why? She goes, you're not facing your issues. You're in denial. I said, I ain't in denial about nothing, honey. I said, I know I ain't going anywhere. I said, I'm part of a bigger picture going on here. I said, they ain't going to let me go. It's just a little roadblock they're putting in my way for whatever reason. I said, so you know what? I said, fine. I'll go to your psychiatrist. Not a problem. Well, you know, I don't care. 
psychiatrist was like, why did they send you here for? I said, because I'm running for openly gay and openly HIV for mayor. I said, I'm being loud and proud about it. I said, trying to, you know, help people. And like, and? I said, they think that I'm running from it, that I'm not facing it. He goes, I think you're facing it perfectly well. He goes, I think of anything, she needs to come and see me then. So when I saw her about a week later back in her office and when I went in for a follow-up, she just looked at me. I said, what? I said, you're not going to talk to me and say hi to me like you used to do? She just gave me a dirty look. I said, oh, you must have read the report from the psychiatrist. I said, maybe you need to go and see him and not me. I said, because I'm facing reality. I'm dealing with reality, and I'm not running from it. Running from it is what people do when they go to the bars and they get uh, they go ahead and they drink to oblivion and they get into the drugs and the crazy wild sex parties. That's hiding. That's running. But being open about it and talking about it, that's not being that's not hiding. That's being up front and facing your demons and learning how to deal with it. And when I found out I got two leaky heart valves and everything, and um, I'm like, oh, great. Well, first thing I said to the doctor, hey, is it going to kill me? He goes, no. I said, all right, what do I do? So they tell me, you know, stop smoking. So I finally did. It's been over a year now since I quit. Get the urge once in a while. I'm like, yeah, I ain't going back there. You know, quit drinking years ago. And, um, you know. Wasn't good waking up, especially as we get older. It takes you longer to recover. And um, <clears throat> you know, I was like, "Yeah," but you know, I still keep on going. And then you know, and like I said, and I didn't let anybody really know on the radio show. I'm like, you know, I can let you know about my husband because sometimes you'll hear him getting sick in the background and everything else. And I'm like, oh, well, hold on, you know, a lot of people are like, what's wrong? What's the matter? So I let you know a little bit about that. And I said, yeah, well, you know, he's sick. And everyone's like, well, what's wrong? And it took a while before I finally came out and, you know, it's said about it. I've been on a show now for two years. Uh, we've almost lost him three times in the past seven years. And at one point he went down to 92 pounds and I had to carry him. And um, still keep right on going. You know, he's still a fighter too. And he knows, you know, he's like, nope, because we'll, we'll manage. Universe sees to it that you'll manage to keep the radio show going because, um, it's who you are. And I said, and you, you know, you've got to, he's not as spiritual as me, but he understands more and more. And he's like, you know, everything happens for a reason. He goes, and when you say it's going to happen for a reason, everything happens out good. It's turning out okay. We manage. He said, we're not super rich. We don't, you know, we're not living in a big fancy home. And, uh, you know, because he told me one time, he says he, he wouldn't really want to die in here. He said, I wish we still had a home so I could go ahead and die in there. I told him, I said, this is home. He goes, yeah. He goes, but he goes, it's so small. He goes, if anything happens to me, I said, yeah, I know. Because I know what will happen. Because if he dies inside here and, they, and the, para, well, the, the, the paramedics get here, rigor mortis will probably be setting in. And as wide as these trailers are, it's kind of hard to move a stiff uh, stiff." Anything around, anything too big, it's kind of hard to move it around. So I've already faced those um, those visions. And I know when that happens, I won't be inside here when they go ahead and do that, because I'm not going to want to like what I'm going to be hearing. 
Because see, when you deal with this, you know, I deal with death and dying all the time. You know, and I and I've and I've been there, you know, with friends and all. Because in order to get someone to move them when they're when rigor mortis sits, then they have to break their bones. And I'm not going to want to hear that. And that's why he says he doesn't want to die here because he knows what'll happen. But hey, you know, life goes on. So all we can do is just to keep on going. You know, <clears throat> life is never easy. Don't know what's going to come out of all this. But it's all part of the big picture. Because I know it is, because that's why I'm you know, doing it. I'll be back in just a moment.
always just love that song. It was every time I I heard from the very first moment I heard that song, it's like I love it because hope is born all the time. Because we always have to have hope. Hope is what keeps us going. I mean, to keep on going from here on out, you know. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm working on getting a guest on for tomorrow night. Hopefully, I have one on. If not, eh, we'll work something out. A bro coming over on Friday night and then Nari again on Sunday. This is going to be a lot of fun. Lots of oh, good upcoming guests coming up too. And I, you know, and that's another reason why too I'm building my own network. Is um, you know I've got other I've got another host that's coming on as soon as I can finish tweaking everything, getting it all working right. You know I have another host that's coming on. They're going to be doing their shows with us there. This way here, if and when it comes time that. You know, Louis does die. I can always call up and say, "Hey, um, you know, I got a show going on, and you know, if I don't have really time to go ahead and cancel anyone else, like, you know, I may be able to get one of the hosts to go ahead and be like, all right, I'll take over, and they'll come on and they'll do, you know, they'll go ahead and have the guest on the show and talk to them and and keep things rolling and going, because the radio show in the church, even when I'm gone, they're not going to be done." I'm setting things up now to where whenever my day comes, whether it's tomorrow, next week, next month, a couple of years from now, who knows? But I'm setting things up now to where Be the Light will continue to go and continue you know, going on. It's going to be my legacy. It's going to keep on going on. You know, other people may run it. They may do what they want with it and everything else. But there's going to be guidelines that they have to follow and all. You know, it's all written down. I got a board of directors for the church. Yeah, I am. You know, and if you want to, go ahead and go to the state of Florida and look up under for business and occupational license and all. And look under Be the Light Metaphysical Incorporated. I'm incorporated as a nonprofit. Okay. I took my money out. You know, pay, you know no one else paid for it. I'm trying to save up a little money, too, so we can go ahead and do the 501c3 thing. But, you know, I have a board of directors the whole bit because... Be the light's going to continue, even when I'm long gone. You know, Be the Light Chapel's going to continue. Be the Light Radio is going to keep on going on. By then, it's probably going to be Be the Light TV too. You know, but it's going to keep going on when I'm gone. And Louis knows that, and I know, and, and I know that, and that's what you know what I'm working towards. You know, it's going to be the legacy, and it's because you know we have to go ahead and show people that you too can be the light. You too can shine through the darkness. You can shine through anything, and you keep on going. You know, and that's the whole idea behind doing everything, is to keep going with it. You know, it's not going to be, oh, well, you know, I'm going to keep the, the radio show going because it's going to be somebody's uh, source of income so they can, you know, they can have this job going and all. No, 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 that's not the whole thing because it's a nonprofit. No one benefits from a nonprofit. You know, we're building the church out there. We're, you know, it's, it's virtual and the radio is part of the church thing, you know. that's That fits the part of, you know, do you have... You know, weekly services that are at a set day and time. Yeah, five nights a week, 10 o'clock Eastern time for two hours. You know, because doing, you know, doing radio shows, doing uh, doing this and talking and speaking about uh, spirituality and all, you know, that fits the criteria of a sermon. Because, you know, we're talking and all. You know, we're talking about spirituality and all. So, and we meet at a regular location because, you know, businesses have a virtual presence now. So we have the physical location and all. And we're always learning stuff. You know, and I've got my literature the whole bit. So, you know, we've, there's like 14 points for the IRS. Uh, the only thing we don't fit is Sunday school. 
but you don't have to fit all of them. But we fit a majority of all all the references and all on there. So you know we're going to keep on going. It's it's going to be a legacy, and maybe with me coming out and being open about all this, it's going to be part of that legacy. Many many years from now, when people will be like, oh well, you know what's be the light, and they'll be like, well here's the founder's story and all, you know, and he dealt with this and he kept shining through and kept on fighting through and all and helping everybody out. You know, even when in the darkest of moments, he kept going. Hello, Teresa. Nice to see you here with us, dear. But that's that's my plan. That's what we're you know we're working on, and um, I even have a board of director and all. Uh, that's going to be uh, we're going to actually be international. Too. I mean, we're you know everybody's international now. You're online. You're international. Um, one of our board of directors is actually moving back to um, Ireland, and you know thanks to video skyping and everything else, you know we have to hold our meetings. And she's like, well, we'll just do a video conference. Yeah, okay, that works, you know. So she's even want to do that all the way from Ireland because she believes that much in what we're doing. You know, and, and things are going to work out. I've got some people who want to help us find a location so we have a physical presence. And, um, you know, they're like, well, what, you know, what do you plan on doing with this? You know, and a lot of little, you know, a lot of the metaphysical churches, they only have plans of for when they're here. You know, and, you know, they're, not, they're, not, they're like, well, it'll either keep on going or it won't. Well, for me, be the light's going to keep on going. That's where people come over and all, and they'll be like, hey, you know, if he can do it and, you know, grow the church and do the radio show while his husband is dying, and, you know, he's dealing with his own demons and uh, issues, too, and dealing with, you know, with HIV. It's no longer really a death sentence at times anymore. People are living from it. People are being, being treated with it. You know, so that's why I'm still here. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, Louis is resistant to mostly all the meds that's out there. There's nothing else I can do for him. You know, and he knows that. And I know that. You know, but he's he's like, you know, we've got to get the church going. We've got to do this going. We've got to keep the radio going and all. So it's going to come when you're going. He goes, well, don't you use my life insurance money to keep it going. So, you know, anything happens to me, my life insurance money is for you to live on. I said, I know that. I'm not worried about it. The universe will keep them all going. He said, well, I don't want you doing any of that because don't you use your mother's jewelry for any of it either. I'm not worried about it. The universe will see that everything takes care of because there's a reason for be the light. You know, and I don't want anyone feeling sorry because it's not the whole point of being open and honest. Uh, yeah, I'm just letting people know, Teresa, Real short, real quick, get her caught up. Because Teresa's always here all the time, every single night. She's listening. She's been on the new website, even when it's given headaches and hassles and everything else. Uh, you know, I keep telling everyone that I make uh, my living off of doing private readings one-on-one. I don't. I'm disabled. I've dealt with uh, being HIV positive for 23 years. My husband, Louis, um, is in the final stages of AIDS. He's having more bad days than good days. So, you know, I'm just coming clean. I, it's not what I make my living, you know, and how I pay my bills and everything. Because um, I'm on disability, I get about $800 a month, and I pay for the radio shows and everything else out of that. So, you know, I don't have anything extra coming in at all, and I still manage. I don't charge my guests to be on here, and I don't charge you to call in any time and say, well, call, you know, make a donation, I'll bump you up. You know, so short and sweet, that's what it is. I'm just coming clean about everything. Um, 
but be the light. You know, that's the mission. It, it's going to keep on going. It's going to be um, shining, uh, be, you know, having everyone to be able to be the light, to let their inner light shine through and keep on going. And know that, hey, you know, if Michael can do this, so can I. You know, um, I, I keep keep on going. And, um, you know, it's probably why, you know, why everything's happening, why everything's going on, especially nowadays where everything seems to be going crazy and chaotic and everyone's like, what the hell am I going to do? And it's like, well, wait a minute. You know, Michael's dealing with all this and he's still happy-go-lucky and chipper and cheerful, you know, five nights a week on a radio show for two hours, has all these guests on and... Um, you know, trying to build the church, trying to keep everything going, and he's dealing with his husband dying, and he's dealing with his own issues with, you know, with dealing with uh, HIV and AIDS. And it's like, mm, yeah, I can keep on going too, and you can. Just got to keep the faith. I know it's hard. Trust me, I know it's hard. Oh God, do I know it's hard? Especially, you know, it's like I lost my mom ten years ago, and you know that's true. I was with her when and holding her hand when she died, and Louis was there with me. You know, and I thought that was the hardest thing. Um, but it was real quick. Within a week, she went, boom. Uh, but seeing, you know, seeing Louie, you know, we've been together 14 years, and for half of that time, we've almost lost him numerous times. And um, even right now, he's just like, um, you know, he's like, I'm just tired. He's like, I don't know how much more I can keep on doing. And he had uh, the skin cancer, Carposi sarcoma, a couple of years ago. And uh, that's when the chemo really did a job on him. And he's like, if it comes back, he goes, I, I'm not doing chemo. I said, well, then that's up to you. I said, I'm not going to make you do anything. I said, I can't do that. That's your choice to make. He goes, well, if that happens, because you know I'll die. I said, well, we all die sooner or later. And we talk about it once in a while. And he knows, you know, he's he he has made comments to me lately that, you know, he's like, you know, I love you, because, and I don't know how much longer I can be here. Because I keep on seeing the flashes of lights, and, and I hear and I hear voices, and there's no one else around. And because and I see shadows walking. Because and I wonder sometimes if they're coming to get me. And I can see it in his face. You know, he's scared. Here we all are. You know, and I know that there's life after we live here. Uh, you know, after we leave and all. But it's still scary. But hey, you know, I'm going to still keep doing the shows. Even when he's gone, because he told me, because you got to promise me, you got to keep the shows going. Because it's your baby. Because you love doing them. Because I love seeing you do them. Even when he's sick, he's like, I'll cancel the show tonight. You know, my guests will understand. No, no, keep doing it. Keep doing the show. Don't worry about it. So that's why sometimes you'll hear the TV going on in the background. And all tonight I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the bedroom area. Because I'm sitting like two feet away from him. That's pretty much where I'm at 24-7. Um... You know, being right by his side when he's just he's laying there sleeping because he has no energy. And I'm doing website stuff and trying to keep on going and talking to guests and getting the books and all. Oh, my dog, she's, um, no, 
Um, he hasn't passed yet. He, he's he's not doing well, but I just have to come clean. But just go ahead and listen to the archives, and you'll know what's going on and all. Um, she looks at him and just stares at him sometimes. And she knows when to bother him and when not. And it's interesting when he's sitting up but basically falling asleep. Uh, it's one of those where he'll sit up and he'll start putting his head down, dozing, and she'll just look at him and stare at him, and then all of a sudden her tail starts wagging a little. And her ears perk up, and she's just looking at him like, okay, you awake? You awake? Come here. Come here. I want some attention. But she's 14 years old. So, you know, that's that's another hard part. You know, knowing one of these days, you know, probably within about another year or so, you know, she's not going to be here. It'll be just my luck. <laughs> It'll be, it'll be just by luck. It's like I'll lose either her or him, and then the other one will go shortly thereafter, so I'll have a double whammy all at once. You know, a lot of times, you know, it's like, you know, the, you know, I told you we had heavy rains about a week ago. Awning tore down. We're like, okay, now the $250 got to dish out um, so we can go ahead and pay the insurance deductible so we can get the awning because the awnings roll out and they help keep the trailer cool. So I'm like, all right, where the heck am I going to come up with this money? And now with the government stuff going on, I'm like, you know, this is just going to be my luck. They're both going to go about the same time. And I'll be here by myself. Still doing the radio shows, of course, because he, you know, like I said, he made me promise me to do that, so. Yeah, she's really attentive uh, to him. Um... You know, she goes there and she'll keep an eye on him all the time. And um, she follows me into the bedroom because he sleeps in the living room uh, because he's up and down at nighttime with his IVs and all that he has running all night. And he's like, I don't want to bother you when you're sleeping. And, and then a lot of times when he's sick, he's like, oh, I can take care of myself. It's just, you know, you need your sleep. So I sleep in the bedroom. He sleeps in the front. And um, well, he's got all his, his IV poles and meds and all that. And she'll come into the bedroom with me at night. And it seems like I guess she knows when I'm sleeping, when I fall, finally fall on asleep. She'll go and uh, sleep in the kitchen area. It's right halfway in between because we're 35 feet long for the trailer. And she'll sleep in the kitchen area. And it's her way of being able to keep an eye on both of us. And uh, so she's really attentive. And, um, you know, when I do go away for the whole day, because we still have the booth at the flea market, you know, thank God that's matching the whole zone. And um, someone's, you know, going to take a little bit and help it out. But, um, you know, he says, she's been bugging me. It's like, why? Because she's up my butt all day long. She's just sitting here in front of me, just looking at me and staring at me. I said, well, she loves you. She wants to make sure you're okay. He goes, I'm okay. It's like, well, she knows you're sick. She's just trying to mother you. She's a big, you know, big old lover. So... You know, she just gives him attention. And the minute I come home, she's standing right by the door and looking over at me. Wags her tail, gives me a kiss, and she goes into the bedroom and lays down like, okay, my shift is over. You take over now. And it's almost what it seems like. He said, she's been in here all day long from the moment you left. He goes, the minute you come home, he goes, she goes into the bedroom and lays down. I said, yeah, she's, you know. So we take shifts. I said, she's got the day shift with you. I said, I have night shift with you. You know, she's got to keep an eye on you. So do I. So that's why, you know, a lot of times, you know, I've got the radio show and, and um, I'm sitting in there on my laptop with my headset on and he's, you know, about two feet away from me. 
and sometimes, you know, I'll play the music and all that. I'll be over there giving him his shots. I'll give him his IV shots and all, you know, in the middle of the show. And check on him. And thank God for a long headset and the laptop carries well. So I'll take it with me a little bit, going to the, uh, you know, in the kitchen area and get him something to drink. I mean, there are times he's just so so tired he can't even get up to get himself something to drink. I have to go to the kitchen. And, you know, it's not that far away. It's maybe, you know, eight to ten feet away. And, um, you know, it's never easy, but hey, you know, I, that's one reason why I, you know, I never wanted to bring it all out in the open because I don't want anyone being like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for Michael. It's like, I don't want that. That's not the whole idea of this. The idea of this is coming clean to know, hey, you know, if Michael can keep on going, so could I. And then when you hear of anything else, um, you know, going on, and now I know better. You know, I was even in this magazine called Paz Magazine. I'll get the link for it. I'll post it one of these days. I was even written on there. It's called Sale of a Lifetime. And it was back seven, eight, eight years ago. Yeah, somewhere around about eight. Yeah, about eight years ago. Because um, he, he had really gotten sick, eight or nine. Um, and that was actually the first time that we almost lost him. And uh, so we had to pay the bills and all. And they did. Uh, they came out and they did an article. And we were on there because uh, we were doing a big yard sale to try to keep the bills going and keep everything going. And we were selling pretty much everything. And uh, so they did an article. It was called Sale of a Lifetime, Paz Magazine. And probably go on online and go poz.com and type in Sale of a Lifetime under um, – the archives, and you'll pull it up. You'll see a picture of me, and I got shorts on, a tank top, and you see my tattoo that I have. And uh, you know, we're doing a big old yard sale, and you know, we just managed to keep on going, keep doing things. But um, you know, I, I can you know, I shouldn't have to have had to do this, and I shouldn't have to say, well, you know, check back all the way back to this. You'll see, you know, I was featured in this magazine, Paz Magazine. And if you're up in Rhode Island area, you can actually go ahead and do a newspaper archives back to December 1st, 1988, uh, the Providence Journal. And if TV Channel 6, I think it is up there, has an archive, you can see that I was on a 6 o'clock news. Uh, you know, gay man with HIV declares his uh, candidacy for mayor of Providence. So it was, you know, December 1st, World AIDS Day. 1988, that I decided to go ahead and do that. So, you know, if somebody goes, oh, well, he's making this all up, it's like, mm, no, he's not. He's got the proof to back it up. And I shouldn't have to go ahead and do that. Shouldn't have to prove myself. But, you know, anyone comes back saying, oh, he's trying to play the sympathy card. He's making this all up, making you all feel bad. Kiss my butt. Okay. Walk in my shoes. And if you want to be of the light, and if you want to go ahead and keep on shining bright, oh no, I'm rhyming. That's oh, not good. Anyways, if you're going to be spiritual, walk the walk and talk the talk. So I'm walking the walk. And I'm talking to talk now. So there you have it. It's all about me now. Ain't nothing else to hide. 
Be the Light Metaphysical Incorporated is an incorporation, nonprofit with the state of Florida, legal and legit business. Pay the taxes on it a whole bit. I don't, you know, paying for it out of my own money because it's a mission of keeping on going and, and keep the spirit going and all. Don't charge my guests for being on here. Some of them make a donation to help out because they're like, well, you got expenses. I'll give you some money and help you out. And it's appreciated. You know, I don't tell you all, pay me money, I'll bump you up. Not a problem. I do this out of the goodness of my heart because I love each and every one of you for listening in. I love doing this because that's the whole thing. That's about being spiritual is doing what you can do. And you manage to go ahead and get the shows going. You know, so I don't have the banners and all that on anymore on Blog Talk Radio. I cut back on my expenses. I don't raise them up. I cut them back. Cut, you know, trying to cut back even further as much as we can go. So the universe is like, hey, you know, we'll help you out. We'll keep the shows going. You know, even when Louis goes ahead and, and it's his turn to go. Shows are going to still keep on going. The universe will see the shows get paid. So people could say what they want to say. They can do what they want to do. I really don't care. Because at least I can say I walk the walk and I talk the talk. So, you know, there you know, you know, I don't make a living off of doing the readings. I'm disabled. I have HIV. I haven't had full-blown AIDS. I haven't been, you know, that sick or mad. I've been borderline. Dealing with it for 23 years. My husband is terminally ill. Who knows how long he has to go. But there you have it. I'm going to still put on their free readings because they are free readings. You know, I get them once in a while. I get a private reading. Someone wants a private reading from me. That's a little extra money to help cover the expense. Like I told you, been honest with that all along. Any little bit of money I make, I don't make any money off of any of this. It goes to paying all these bills. Because if I don't have any readings coming in or donations coming in, Be the light radio and uh, website and everything else gets paid off my disability check. But, you know, I don't care. Because the universe will see to it that everything's taken care of. I have faith. You have to have faith. You have to keep on going on. There's darkness and light going on. And right now, a lot of you are feeling it. It's like, God, what's all this negativity everywhere? No matter where you go, negativity, on the roads, in the stores, everywhere. But the light keeps on shining through. And you have to keep on talking the talk. You have to go ahead and be be true to who you are. And this is who I am. And that's, I think, that is the problem. I've been, you know, not being true to who I am. I've been, you know, putting it aside. Hey, I'm not sick. I'm not, I don't have to deal with it. I don't have to be honest with it. I don't have to tell, you know, nobody else about it unless I plan to have sex with them. And I don't plan to have sex with nobody. So it's nobody damn, nobody's damn business what the hell's going on. But you know what? I need to talk the talk and tell people. Keep having faith because you can fight it. And they're like, yeah, okay, how do you know? Well, this is how I know. I should have been dead 21 years ago, and I'm still here. I'm still fighting the fight. I'm still living with HIV. I'm still going on. And you know what? You can fight your demons, too. You can fight your battles. You can keep on going on. Just got to keep that faith going on. Been through the battles of the trolls and the attacks and everything else and all. And you know what? I'm still here. I'm still doing the shows. 
and I'm getting even stronger and better with them. A lot of wonderful guests coming on. I got people emailing me. It's like, hey, so-and-so mentioned about your show. I want to be part of it. I've heard your shows. I love your shows. Got to be part of it. I want to help you out. I want to help out your listeners. I have people emailing me. Zenobia Simmons sending people over to me. Got to do this guy's shows. So stay tuned, everybody, because you know what? My fight's not over. My fight's not over. We're going to keep on going. We're all going to be the light. And I'm going to help you to keep on shining through and fighting your demons and to keep giving you that hope and inspiration that you need. Because with that hope and inspiration, you too can keep on going until tomorrow and the day after and the day after that. Know that I love each and every single one of you. I appreciate all of you for listening in all the time. I know some of you don't think I'm that great. I'm a lousy psychic, whatever. Eh, beside the point. Just know that you are loved because God loves you and so do I. Have a good night, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.